0: Right, said Fred and the amazing Zandero. No? Zander Fred? Fred Ziffel and Arnold? Okay, I'm done messing around. This is Fred and Zander on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Oh my God! USA might lose oh this is tragic heaven forbid come on USA's uh, men's two-person volleyball beach volleyball's beating Italy right now hey we can hang their head on the air. yeah let's go for that I actually like watching the beach volleyball I don't mind it I don't mind beach volleyball I'm not a big Olympic fan and um well, you're so, more so.
1: We've talked about this before. You're more so winter than summer. If, if you were, if I had to pick one, Kay. yeah, I kind of like I the am because and, of hockey,
0: Luge and, and, and the toboggan mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah, all the other stuff. Yeah, but I do
1: enjoy the volleyball. I will watch the volleyball probably before the basketball. I mean, the dream team stuff. We all watch that.
0: Well, and so and right back then, and I heard someone this week say it. There was really only one dream team. There's no such thing as another dream team. There was no, one. No, dream you're right.
1: You're right. Yeah, but, but they carried that on as a brand.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they do. and uh, But, yeah, the Olympics are going on, I guess. I'm never going to go out of my way to watch something. If I'm flipping channels and I come across something, we're trying to watch the basketball game, and it's on Peacock. So unless you want to spend some money to pay for it, you're not going to get to see it. They'll probably show a tape delayed somewhere tonight, I'm sure.
1: I'm going to be like an angry Fred Hubner as I get older. The more streaming services pop up, the less I'm going to buy. Yeah. And it's going to come down to whatever free channel yeah. that is on... Like my uh, my TV. Because if you have a smart TV, there are free channels on there. There are. It's the worst programming ever. No, yeah. But Pluto, I will, by there's principle. There's Pluto
0: TV. <laughs> right? there's a, by principle, yeah.
1: I will sit there and bang my fist saying I am not paying for another streaming service. Because in the end, it's going it to be, be more, more than cable.
0: Yeah. Uh, IMDb.com. Uh, IMDB has its own channel I've seen that and uh, yeah so they've got there's a show we talked about it a couple weeks ago I talked about it to you uh the show Bosch that I had watched on Amazon Prime and it ended but they're doing a spin-off on IMDB that they've already started shooting and you know which and is IMDb great
1: IMDb is free for now
0: right. For right. now, I do I have Amazon commercials. Prime.
1: I do have Amazon Prime, right? And I've because, got to look into that show, right? Yeah, because Amazon, I like free
0: packages. Well, yeah, uh, Amazon Prime, and then it's seven years of of Bosch. It's only eight episodes per season. It's mm. really good. So it's eight hours per season. It's good stuff. Nothing
1: to do with the power tools.
0: No, no. And I was I was telling uh, telling Tyler right before we came on the air because we're keeping an eye on the uh, USA about to lose to France in um, basketball. In Are the you Olympics.
1: worried, Tyler? Is this a concern for you?
0: No. Bring the the college kids back. Oh, I agree. I'm completely with that. Oh, I have been for years. The college kids in all sports, hockey too, and I understand they're playing against pros in other countries. That's fine. Just, I don't want to see our pros out there. Well, I think it worked out in
1: 1980 now, didn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, it did. Especially when your league has to take time off. I've always hated that. I've always yeah. hated that. Yeah. So I've never been. I've always been a fan of And people say, No, we want to win. It's trying to drive the uh, well, Maybe the not the college
2: fans. kids, but bring, bring in the people that actually want to be there. Yeah. Th- that's what you need. Well, I mean, there are a lot of people so in the like, USA that I don't think want to be there.
1: Okay. So if we're talking just hockey, would it be like AHL? We open it to the AHL?
2: No. Just you, bring the people that want to be there.
1: So literally pros or whomever. Yeah. If they want to be there, they want to be there.
2: But the, the three, guys, three
0: guys that were in the finals – hopped on a plane, and um, I was listening to... Well, even
2: Zach Levine kind of did the same thing because he was in the health and safety protocols for right. a little bit, so he missed a little bit of time. He didn't miss any games, right. but he missed a little bit of training time, and it was on his own flight over to Tokyo. Well, two
0: days ago, Drew holidays in a parade, and he came in to replace Levine today because Levine had two fouls. So, I mean, it goes to right show from you... the they-
2: parade
1: to
0: the airport? <laughs> yeah, he, along with to um, Middleton and Booker, all yeah. went. They hopped on a, a private jet, I guess, and they flew across from Seattle. I think it's a nine-hour flight from Seattle. That's what I, they were saying on the show before us. And uh, they got there, and they they said we they don't know if they'll play or not. And then he was like one of the first guys to replace Levine after Levine got in foul trouble. Final friends, eighty-three seventy-six. So, um, this I know this is only we're going to have play. to
1: preempt everything and just talk about this. For three no, hours. No, no, we
0: won't. Uh, we won't. But what <laughs> I was telling Tyler is, I'm in the process of moving. It's a long process when you're building a house. I've been there. I know. I'm going to, and,
1: and you have been in your house for 27 double, years. See the, that everything's yeah.
0: deep in there. It's
1: going to oh, take an is. excavation party it's, to get
0: everything out of there. It's going to be absolutely crazy. But we're actually going, my girlfriend Linda and I, we're actually going because they have not put a shovel in the ground yet. We're going for a photo op. We're bringing a shovel with us. Is and it, we're going to go.
1: But is it going to be gold? Sometimes they have the gold shovels. Yeah, well, we're not. Spray paint
0: one. We could. We okay. could do that. But we're going to try. I think we're going to do that today. Um, just go and check and just dig.
1: And then uh, and say, listen, blast we've started it on social media. We've started. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The dig is the, the rest of it is up to you. Because
0: we've been talking about it for like two and a half months, and people say, well, how's the house going? I go, well. It's not. And they haven't dug yet. They haven't put it.
1: That is the know. first step, you
0: know. Yeah. It, it helps. It helps, especially yeah. when they have a basement. So, but I've had direct TV since 1996. When I was married, I come home with a big box. My wife goes, What's that? I go, a so satellite dish we're going to put on the roof. She goes, Didn't you think you should have asked me about that? I said, I could have asked you, but we would have got it anyway. So,. I just skipped the I go this is for yeah this is for football this is for work. sports I can write it off this is work yeah she said okay fine we'll figure it out so I've had it since 1996 directly now, now
1: some some listeners might think oh yeah Fred put that up no Fred did oh not my put god that up. no
0: no no Fred, I, Fred doesn't own a ladder. I do. It's a, it's a rickety old ladder that my father-in-law gave me. I don't know if like, he, was he gave it to, to you. It's something. not
1: like you used it. You took it out of just, yeah. you know, gratitude have, and put it in back of the garage.
0: I have a couple of five-foot step ladders just to change right. lights that are higher up, you know, in a 10-foot step I'm glad ceiling you don't hire like
1: anybody to change light bulbs. No, no, no.
0: I, we don't do that. So, but when I move, I'm probably going to end up getting Xfinity, Comcast Xfinity, and then because I'm not going to get DirecTV again, because I've had it. I don't need a, a thing like that. Right. And So streaming will be the way to go because everything, like you said, is almost everything you want to see is going to be on streaming eventually. If you miss a TV show, you can get it out on demand or you can stream it. Yep. I, I have HBO, and I'll get HBO on the next package, and then HBO Max you get, which if you have HBO, you can get HBO Max as a streaming service. I watched two episodes of this show called The White Lotus because – Waddle and Sylvie were talking about it the other day. It's like a dark, it's like a black comedy, dark comedy. What is it? What are they called when they're, they're funny, but there's dark it? comedy, dark Harmony, yeah. right? Okay. So it's a dark comedy about um, these people that go to a hotel in Hawaii and someone dies. The first step in the first two minutes of the show, you know, someone Kinda dies. R- reminds me of Ozark.
1: I started watching Ozark, and there was a hotel in there. Ozark's good. Yeah. I haven't watched. I've got to revisit. Ozark's really good.
0: They got, got, I think, their final season coming up. But, um, yeah, but almost everything. So I, I was watching the Cub game yesterday, and on my iPad, I'm watching the White Lotus. I'm watching two episodes of that. It was on HBO. Now, I could have just watched it on my TV, but Cubs baseball was on. So I was watching that yesterday as the Diamondbacks were running around the bases. And one guy missed third base. They appealed. The umpire said no he didn't miss it. Oh, so it.
1: that's weird how that works. I know. Right?
0: Yeah. The same two in the same day. And he missed it. You clearly could see there was no puff in the bag, the foot didn't land on top, nothing. And Jim DeShey saw it too. I saw it when he guy was rounding the bases. And you
1: know what? When you're run if you've ever run bases, yeah. you know when your foot you touches know immediately. first, second, yeah. or third. Uh-huh. Home's a little different, however, We'll be talking about Yuan. That's the first
0: part. Yeah, we'll get into that in a couple minutes. The other thing is, and I've been saying this for years, and people have made fun of me. Again, it's an everyday You're occurrence. You're an easy target, yeah. Fred. But anybody that watched, Tyler, were you watching the Cup game two days ago? They were wearing the Wrigleyville jerseys. Yeah. Did you see when Rizzo stepped on home plate? And no. his foot
2: slid? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. And then he fell, right? Yeah, he yeah. fell. He fell uh, weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of because odd.
0: he stepped on home plate. It was raining. Home plate, it's when sl- it rains, is like a piece of ice. Well, I mean, it's all like, the bases are. I know. The bases mm-hmm. are rock hard. And I don't know why they don't make them soft. Like when we played baseball, bases were soft. You know, Little League and stuff like that, they were like pillows. You land on them. But in Major League Baseball, they're so hard. And a little bit of rain makes them slippery. Yep. Yep. And somewhere along the line, just make them... You know, you would think it'd be pretty simple. Make the base so it's not so Home slippery. Plate was rubber when we were? Against. Yeah, it still is, I think. Yeah, but sure. it was
1: probably softer rubber. Yeah, you know, maybe uh, there's. It has to be a. Difference.
0: It looks like the kind of rubber that a, that pucks are made of. It's really a heavy. It might yeah.
2: be. Because they paint the bases, right. too, yeah, and it might be from the paint it that could causes be. the slip. But it's, it's
0: brutal, and I'm watching it, and it made Rizzo look like a klutz. That, they could take that paint with
1: the sand in it that they paint at intersections, yeah. you know, and the little knobs uh-huh. so when you walk you don't yeah. slip.
0: They could do that to home plate. I felt bad for Rizzo because he's having a, he's struggling. He's not playing well in the yeah, field. Yeah, that's the
1: last thing you want to do is twist an ankle he's, on home plate. Right,
0: he's not hitting the ball, and then he looks like a clutch coming across home plate, yeah. and everybody in the dugout was laughing. And I'm saying to myself, it's not really that funny. I mean, he could. I mean, Chris Bryant stepped on the base, and Bryce Harper did it. They both missed weeks because of you know stepping on a hard base. You step on home plate, your foot slides, and what happened is his right foot slid and hit his left foot, and then he fell down. And um, he was the only one not laughing as he got to the dugout. It was like a, it everybody was like else a patch was of ice. Yeah, yeah, everybody else was laughing. And he could have, you know, he could have pulled something or hurt something. And, you know, it's weird. But, you know, yeah, that's what happens when you watch so much sports. And I don't, I watch so much baseball. Yesterday I watched the Cub game. Then waited an hour, watched the White Sox game. Watched things in between. Watched the Chicago Fire. I even, saw the,
1: I even saw the Red Sox and the
0: Yankees. Yeah. A little
1: bit of that game.
0: And so I don't need the Olympics. A lot of people that love, I know a guy that's a, that has been a swimming coach for 30 years. Mm-hmm. He loves the Olympics. Of course, makes yeah, sense. That makes sense. Gymnastics people love gymnastics. People like figure skating,
2: I guess. I did you guys know. get blindsided by it this year? I had no idea it started. When did it start? Like a day or two ago? I knew
0: it was starting just because I didn't I didn't know exactly
2: when. I had to look it up a couple times. But like, well, there was no buildup to the opening ceremony. No, no, no. I had no, no idea they, had... they were on. And maybe it's the monster time difference. Well, they were
0: 14-hour time difference. When... They were on Friday morning at 6 o'clock.
2: Yeah.
1: Not only that, but, you know, there were, I've been watching the news, the build up to it. There were so many athletes that tested positive. They were thinking about pulling the plug like 24 hours right. before. All the way up until Wednesday. They were still considering that. Yep. So there, it was pretty anticlimactic
0: this year. Plus there's people, it's like and, and last nobody's year's. nobody's there. Right. It's like yeah. last year's baseball, basketball, and hockey. There's nobody in the stands. They're not allowing people in. I'm watch. we're watching beach volleyball. There's no one there. And. You know, and I'm sure for the basketball, it's a little bit different. It's kind of like the bubble last year. Mm -hmm. We'll talk some Olympics later on. We're here till noon. I want to get into the White Sox and the Brewers. The uh, White Sox and Brewers, we talked yesterday a little bit how the series, the six pitchers in the series, five of them were All-Stars this year. First time there's been a series like that where you have five starting pitchers who were all at the All-Star game. Five of the six. Um, Only a few of them look like all stars. Yeah, over the, the past Brewers pitchers. Yes. Yeah, the Brewers pitchers look really good. Hmm. The White Sox pitchers, not so much. No. I mean, Giolito went six innings, but he didn't. He didn't go three up, three down in any inning. He did have. He did have a guy that got a base and then a double hey, play. Look, so like uh, sometimes that happens.
1: Uh, you know, he gave up one run. Right. Um, he, we've seen better from him.
0: He pitched but around. We,
1: it. we have no offense. Yeah. If we had offense, that might have been a different story.
0: You're outscored thirteen to two. In two games against Milwaukee Brewers, and again, it's playing tough teams—teams that are teams that have winning records. And I know last week we kind of said maybe they're over the hump. They beat the Astros two games. That was at home. When you go to the playoffs, you're going to have to play road games. You're going to have to face pitching like this. Yeah. Now today it's Brandon Woodruff, who also is a really good pitcher. He's got a well, he's got a seven and four record and a two point zero four ERA against Lance Lynn. 9-3, 9-3, and three, 194 now it was originally scheduled as an afternoon game. ESPN did something that I don't know that they've ever done. Tyler, you're, you're a, guy, a guy that follows this kind of stuff. I don't know that ESPN would ever bump the Red Sox and the Yankees from a Sunday
2: night game to put somebody else on. Yeah, especially when the Red Sox are really good and yeah. the Yankees are good enough.
0: Yeah. It's New York and Boston. Well, that's they, a title matchup.
2: They bumped them to
0: put on White Sox Brewers. That's really wild. Yeah, for all, the a people that say,
1: <laughs> for all the people that say ESPN ignores the Whites, I'm not here in Chicago, obviously, but ESPN National. National, right. It's a little different.
0: Yeah, Wow. Yeah, yeah so, It's
1: a pleasant surprise.
0: Yeah, so the game starts at 6.08 this evening. Uh, White Sox taking on the Brewers. Let's see if they can win a game. Uh, yesterday, I bet on the Sox to win with Rodon on the hill and Moncada to hit a homer. We're going to talk about you on Moncada. I don't know what's going on in his head, but I don't think it's baseball right now. Um, he, he's on the, he runs Maybe the bases. Maybe he's writing
1: his second hit.
0: I mean, yeah, he could be. He writing. could be after his, after his wonderful hit before the season started. Yeah. And his, uh, music video that had everybody in the studio, Danny Zetterman, Jay Hood, and Cap were like falling over because of the hot women in the video. Like they've never seen hot women
1: before. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, uh, what about MTV? Do, do yeah. they not recall MTV? Do they not
0: remember? 80s? Uh, you know, what's her name? Uh, Tawny? <laughs> right. Do they not remember her? Well, maybe some of the youngsters Rest in peace. don't. Yeah. 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 Uh, I know JR. Recently. I know
1: JR does.
0: Yeah. His beard looks like he makes him look like David Letterman. It, he's
1: father time. Yeah. I can't really wait is. to say uh, <laughs> it was a shock. I've known JR forever. Yeah. And I uh, I've just seen I haven't seen him here because we don't really have schedules that come no, mixed. me neither. And I saw a picture and I'm like, what the
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. you shouldn't look seen... like David Letterman. Hey,
1: I remember what he looked like when I met him. He looked like a little uh, kind of nerdy with his hair over to the side, uh-huh. and all clean cut. Now he looks like uh, David Letterman and yeah. or Father Time.
0: Yeah, exactly. We come back. We'll talk about what happened in the White Sox game. You want to jump in. How do you feel, White Sox fans? You lost three straight. You got the uh, final game against the Brewers tonight with Lynn going against Woodruff. Then a four-game set in Kansas City, which I'm bummed out by because I was supposed to go there. We'll talk about that, too. And a lot of other things. we got a rock poll coming up. The Bears finally get rid of one of the receivers. They've been waiting to get rid of this guy. Uh, Even management has. We'll talk about that and much more. It's uh, Fred and Xander here on ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. You're listening to Fred and Xander.
1: This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN 1000.
0: Monday through Friday, the guys like having fun. We like having fun too. But if you'd like to actually have some of the guys from the weekdays come out to your house for a football game, you got that opportunity. All you got to do is show us your dash. The ESPN 1000 team wants to come to your house for a football game this fall, broadcast live on the ESPN Chicago Twitch channel. Uh, all you have to do is listen to Chicago's Home for Sports on FM. Show us your dash. That's right. Show us your dashboard in your car when you're listening to ESPN 1000 on HD. Listening to 100.3 HD2. Go to contest at ESPN1000.com. Submit your photo. Thanks to our friends at First Midwest Bank. Show us your dash to win a bash as the guys will come over. Uh, it'll be fun. Maybe a, maybe a Bears game. Maybe another game. Maybe the Bears will have a... You know, a prime time game or something, and they'll come. They'll come by for a Sunday game, to watch the Chiefs or whatever you want, and sit around and watch Red Zone all afternoon. Yeah, be they're fun.
1: they're a lot of fun, and they they could uh, have all that fun right uh,
0: in and, your home. And they're bringing the food. They're, they'll bring food and they'll bring uh, they'll bring beverages. Okay. Yeah, Waddle and never goes watch, anywhere.
1: Somebody will watch Sylvie so he doesn't get the place too messed up.
0: Well, uh, Sylvie does like. No matter where Sylvie goes, he likes to bring things home. So just make sure you put things Wait, away. Glue everything down. <laughs> he likes to take <laughs> things home. Usually it's restaurants or like if he goes across town pub I'm I'm pretty sure he probably left with us, with an order of wings. He probably took an order of wings home.
1: Oh, okay. Not like a napkin holder or something like that.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't looked at his I haven't looked at his cabinet. Those are
1: awfully convenient, right, to have one of those napkin holders like yeah. at a restaurant. I've got you know what I've got a, at
0: home in, in my basement which I'm going to have to move. I've got uh one of those straw things, you know, it's a it's a glass yeah. container with straws in it. Lift it up, mm-hmm. and the straws come. Yeah, I got one of those. Pepsi. I'm a you Pepsi you guy. Did, you didn't
1: you didn't take that from a restaurant, did you?
0: No, no, bought it somewhere. Okay. Yeah, got a Pepsi uh, napkin dispenser. I may steal the napkins because I don't want to buy those napkins. Right, right. Uh, they're, the napkin, they're the napkins that they, they you get sometimes, and they're never worth any. I mean, they're they don't do anything.
1: You yes. need like six One is them. not enough.
0: No, never enough. That's the ones I got. Same thing my, with
1: towels and bathrooms.
0: I got those from my How Mexican many times food.
1: do you, when you wave your hand under a towel dispenser in a bathroom, how many do you grab? I have a rule. Three, four maybe.
0: Yeah. I try I to go. I need two.
1: I've got big hands. I need mean, one or two. That's not going to work. I try to go with two.
0: And then sometimes I'll do that, and then as I'm walking out, I'm wiping them on my pants still yeah. because they're still
1: Yeah. Usually three's the good number for me. Yeah. Sometimes four, depending.
0: You know, a friend of mine. No, it
1: might be excessive, but I gotta yeah. dry my hands.
0: A friend of mine, and I use that term loosely, he's a high school friend that him and I have had in many, many arguments. But he came up with a brilliant idea. You know when you go to restaurants or you go to bars or whatever and they have the hand dryers? Yes. The one thing they never have under a hand dryer, which they should have, is like a mat because your hands are soaking wet and you put them under the hand dryer and underneath the hand dryer gets soaking wet Yep. because it drips. Your hands drip off. And he suggested that. He goes, you know, they have the hand dryers. So they should have something to soak up the excess that falls off your hands because otherwise you can slip in the bathroom. That's, that's
1: true. And I have seen uh, situations where they put like a metal plate yeah. on the wall. Behind, so it just kind of goes on there and it dries. Uh-huh. It's not enough water to put a drain there, but no, I get it. But
0: yeah, but I mean, something to soak but a, it. Up. Yeah, some kind of rug or something, so it doesn't. Or uh,
1: run the dryer and walk away and let it dry the floor.
0: I don't know. Sometimes you, you have to get something one of that really work. powerful one. Uh-huh. one that one. I like say, the hey, ones when where you, you walk in and they're in. really wimpy. The, the, the bathroom Dysons. downstairs. Dyson. Yeah.
1: Have the, the, have the right. hand thing.
0: Yeah. The bathroom's downstairs right outside the State Street Studio, which right. the guys are at now Monday through Friday. Um, it's the only bathroom I've ever been to that has three different ways to, to dry your hands. There's a towel. There's a dispenser mm-hmm. where you can pull towels out. Right. Then there's a dispenser where you stick your hand under and the, to- the towels come out. And there's a blow dryer.
1: Well, that that, that bathroom is also for the TV talent downstairs. Yeah, but three different ways uh, to dry your hands? It's pampered. pampered I guess uh, so. uh, Yeah, pampering the talent. Yeah.
0: Um, 41,000 plus at American Family Field. So just imagine the parking lots then, last night. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't want to. After they were really bad on Saturday. The White Sox lose again. This time it was six to one. First pitch Carlos Rodon throws, ends up in the stands. Colton Wong hits a homer. Uh, first batter in the second inning, uh, also hits a homer. They gave up, uh, four homers yesterday. They lose six to one. And it only gave up six hits.
1: Carlos looked pretty unhappy.
0: The yeah. face, the the expression he held yeah. the whole game, it was a rough one. And he didn't, uh, his fastball wasn't there early. Um, we've been talking a lot about how maybe he saves his fastball because he does throw really hard late in games. Yes, And he says, I don't. He said, sometimes it just takes that long for my fastball to get there. Well, yesterday, the first couple innings, his fastball wasn't there. It was 89, 91, 92, and I was listening to the broadcast with uh, Lennon and um, Connor McKnight was doing the broadcast because DJ was at the Hall of Fame induction for um, Hawk Harrelson. Yep. I was wondering where he was until I saw the uh, the little snippet. We're going to play some of it from Hawk's speech. You can actually watch it later on today or DVR it while you're listening to us. It's on at 11 o'clock on the MLB Network, and also, again, at 7 o'clock, I think, tonight. They have... Um, Hawk speech, and he had had some good stuff. We'll hear from him. But, um, yeah, so his fastball wasn't there. Um, He's pitched pretty well. He had a streak of 10 straight games with eight or more strikeouts, and that stopped yesterday as he had just uh, five strikeouts in four innings. He walked two, gave up four runs. Two were earned because he was throwing the ball around. Zach Collins was throwing the ball around. Um, Abreu, who usually throws pretty well to home plate, has a ground ball back to him. He throws it home, bad throw to home. Yep. So the Sox made three errors, did not look good, and they fall 3-1. to They've lost three in a row. Everyone says it's a good thing this is happening now because you have a nice, comfortable lead. If you remember in 05, the White Sox had like a 15-game lead. And they barely hung on to win the division. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. That was rough. Because it got tough. Every game counts. So maybe... This is good that it's happening now as opposed to the end. Just imagine if this was the end of the year and the Sox are playing like this. Now, they're going to get Eloy and Luis Robert back and Jake Lamb, I guess. And we also hear you he as Monty His,
1: Well, But is there room for Lamb at this point?
0: No, I wouldn't think so. Wait, are we keeping sheets? I would. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's without I'd rather doubt. have him as a left-handed hitter than Jake Lamb. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eloy and Yermaine Mercedes, who's decided not to retire, uh, both went one for four at Charlotte yesterday. You mean he
1: retired, then he unretired.
0: Yes. Jake Lamb, one for four with a home run. Luis Robert at Winston-Salem, one for four, and he did have a uh, strikeout yesterday. But everybody was talking last night about the play at the plate because I've been complaining for the longest time about umpires. And I, well,
1: anybody and, watching baseball, especially this year, uh-huh. if if you're paying attention, you're complaining about umping
0: because the umps, you know, the the ball strikes. uh Two nights ago, uh Tony La Russa got kicked out of a so game. Tim Tim Anderson got kicked out of the game because they thought they were getting squeezed. They thought they weren't getting some of the calls they should have gotten. They were getting called on strikes that they that uh, they thought were out of the zone and eventually i don't care what people says well it's not perfect nothing in this world's perfect but it's got to be better than what well, these umpires are you know fred doing. look it's
1: about consistency the yeah. thing that drives me nuts about umpires is the wild inconsistency and the call at the plate and that whole thing now remember earlier in the year tony larusa got buzzed because he tried to uh Call for a, he a, tried to call a review, for a replay, right? And it was outside the twenty-second window.
0: Yeah, that. Sorry, too late. That's what threw everybody off for grabs yesterday. That's
1: that, and the fact that that is, as I understand it, by the rules, not really a reviewable review, play. However, they could do whatever they want. But what really took it out of Yuan's hands? Well, first of all, Yuan, you got to step. In you got to step play. on the base. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, it starts right there. I'm right. not going to let him off the hook for that. No, but because the ump. Indicated now, you if you watch baseball, you know that if you don't step on a plate or, or or a bag and you look at the ump and they don't motion anything, you better go back and touch that base. Right. The ump gave a clear safe, so Yohan thought he was clear yeah. to go in the dugout. And that's it. They did not give him a chance to rectify that. That's where the real
0: wrong was. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Your thoughts on that play? We'll get uh, Benetti and Stone as they broke it down last night on NBC Sports Chicago. And your thoughts? I'll give you my thoughts, and then we'll hear what uh, the. Umpires had to say after the game, we'll we'll read some of the stuff. Uh, right here, it's uh, Fred and Xander. You can get to me on Twitter, Fred underscore Hubner, Xander Rocker, all one word, one R in the middle. You can also see us on Twitch.tv. Just go to ESPN 1000 Chicago once you get to Twitch.tv, and you can see us that way. We come back, we'll talk about that wacky play yesterday. It was a um, fifth inning where the White Sox had a chance to cut a 4 nothing lead down. They got one run. It was not nearly enough, and not only
1: that, but it took like t- it seemed like it took ten minutes.
0: Oh, the whole yeah, the so, whole inning. So much for speeding up the games. So. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't going to happen. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Here in ESPN one thousand.
1: This is Fred and Xander on ESPN
2: one thousand. Also available on demand on the all new ESPN Chicago app.
0: Chicago's home for sports. ESPN one thousand. So we'll get to the phones in a second. A lot of people saw the play, but just to run it down for those who don't know, Sox were down 4-0. And uh, top of the fifth inning, Yon Moncada gets an infield hit. Yep. Hits a rocket to second base. Uh, Second baseman goes off his glove. He gets a hit. Next up, Vaughn's up. He gets an infield hit. A swing and bunt goes down the third baseline. So there's first and second. Then Brian Goodwin just... Tips, gets one in the left field that just barely eludes the glove of uh, Christian Yelich. So they got the bases loaded with you know, one hard hit ball and a couple of And was it one out or no outs? No outs. No nobody outs. out. That's what you call a the beginning of a rally, right? Yeah. Then Lurie Garcia's up. And Lurie Garcia hits a, even a slower ball. He gets one and just spins off his bat. The pitcher gets it. And they flip to home. It hits Moncada coming home. It hits the umpire. And then it hits the umpire. And it's one nothing. I mean, they're, they're, there's four one now. They got to run. Right. Everything's great. Yep. The um, the ump said safe. The, the ump said safe. The um, pitching coach goes out to talk to the pitcher. He goes back to the dugout. How long goes by? Probably a minute or two at least. At least. Then, after the met, the um, pitching coach goes back, they decide to appeal the home plate, saying Montcada didn't touch home, which he he clearly missed. Right. He clearly missed home plate. They call him out. And that begins a whole bunch of stuff. Now, I didn't originally see, we talked yesterday about it, when you're watching the game and you can't, I didn't originally see the appeal when I was watching the game. But there was an appeal at first, you know, at home plate. The home plate umpire said safe. Then Craig Council said, we want that reviewed because we think he missed it, even though you called it safe. And then they were going to review it. Tony La the was up. Two minutes later, yeah. at least. Yeah. And so here's what uh, Jason Benetti and Steve Stone had to say talking about the play uh, on NBC Sports Chicago.
2: They're talking about the same thing we're talking about in New York. The reason I say that, it's an easy call. He missed the plate, no doubt about that. I'm not sure how you could miss it there, but he did. Okay, so there, he missed the plate. He didn't drag his foot over it. Okay, that's fine. But they're taking a great deal of time in New York, maybe discussing the fact that this was well over 20 seconds. Now, the other thing is if Jeremy Rehack waved safe, Then Moncada has given himself up, believing
0: that he is safe which then allows him to go into the dugout. So if the umpire waves safe, to me, you are materially changing the runner's next decision. By waving, he then is allowed to go to the dugout and feeling
2: and that he is safe. The reason is that umpires, look, he's looking right at the plate. When you don't touch the plate- And then watch, he The waves. umpire does nothing. He, he When you don't touch the plate, the umpire makes no call whatsoever. If we watch rehack there, he had waved. Right, no, but I'm saying- yeah. See, I I think that materially changes. Yeah, I think Tony is going to go out, and I think he's got a legitimate argument. He says, now, come here. You called it safe, and when a guy doesn't hit the plate, you make no call whatsoever. And he, so he waved him safe. Yes. You
0: can't then change that because the runner believes that he has touched the plate. Well, technically, you can change it because in baseball, when a guy runs to first base, they call him safe, and then they review it, and it can be changed. But I understand exactly what Jason Benetti's yes, saying. Yes, that, um,
1: that was my point, and I agree with him as he
0: was saying this. It's like, absolutely, McConnell thinks that he actually touched it. But early in the replay... Stone says you can see he saw it. I don't think the umpire saw it. The umpire was trying to get out of the way. The ball actually hit him. Right. And I think he waved safe because Moncada ran past him. The, well, I the, think, uh, well, the ump should have seen it. That's I don't his think, job. Yeah, I don't think Jeremy Rehack, the home plate umpire, actually saw the play. Uh, according to Daryl Van Scowen in the paper today. Brewers manager Craig Council challenged the next batter, Colin, standing in the box. After the ruling and a dispute with Sox manager Tony La Russa, the umpires went to the headset to verify that an appeal could be made following a mound visit. In the case of a mound visit, a manager must exercise his challenge before the start of the next play, unless the visit results in a pitching change. So, I know that Jason Benetti said this later in the broadcast, and I know... That Tony La Russa mentioned it too in his post game, but if this is allowable, they're going to send managers out. They're going to send out a mound visit while they review a play. Sure, absolutely, you buy some more time, and that's it's what, a tactic. Yeah, that's what the rules committee tried to avoid and say. Listen, we can't have that done. Tony La Russa thought that rec- rule was in. He said, "I guess it's not in." And he mentioned that in his post game yesterday. Let's get to the phone, see what you guys were thinking about it. We go to the south side first. We go to Michael. Michael, what's up, Michael? Uh, my thing is this: uh, as far as the play is concerned, why not try there and just put his hand on the bank on the home plate? But he didn't. Right? He right. made a couple of those mental mistakes a lot this year. You was know? yes. even throwing, throw the second and all that. And as far as I'm concerned, I think Milwaukee got away. They got away with one that inch. Yeah, I agree. I think the need to score two runs at him, at least. Yeah, well, I agree. But I agree with you on Moncada, too. I don't know where his head's at, but I've never played a game where, you, you know, you're coming to home. That's the important base. You can't come to the plate and miss home plate. Well, they did. Michael, we're going to have to let you go. You're breaking up. No, you're absolutely right.
1: When I, look, again, you know, we're talking about professional sports. Most of us played as kids, teenagers, whatever. I always made sure I stepped on the plate. I never wanted to be the one to miss a bag, miss a plate. Right. And yeah, why didn't he slide there? It, it's like there, he's, he's a bit of a head case this year. Yeah. And he's just, I mean, he's, he has so much talent, but it's not connecting. No, and it's it, really frustrating to watch.
0: I can understand a little bit why he didn't slide because there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. The pitcher was throwing the ball, the catcher was there, the umpire was right. standing there. If he slid, he would have hit somebody. Yeah, maybe so. Okay. Yeah. But then drag your toe. You have to step on the plate. Well, and I know that I can't remember who it was. It may have been Connor, or maybe somebody else saying that he tried to. Dra- he did. He didn't try to drag anything. No, he he, didn't. he stepped down and then he stepped over. He never tried to drag his foot because he never saw the toe come down. Nope. He never. He never did that. Um, so and it begins there. Let's face it. Yeah, if he touches that the bag,
1: then nothing. Yeah, none of this goes one through. None of this. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let's go to Beverly and Jim. Jim, you're on with Fred and Xander. What's up? Hey, Jim. Hello, Jim. Jim, Jim. I'm going to put you on hold because I know you're there. Uh, Let's go to Evanston and John. Hey, John. Hey, John. Hey, you know, I used to be an umpire, okay? And in a situation like that, uh, the umpire, while backing away from being hit from the pitch or the ball or whatever, has to try to stay in a position where he could see the play at the plate. And he didn't do that. So if he's not sure, then what I used to do was I would just not make a call. I'd just stand there because if I'm not sure he touched the plate because of what was going on, I wouldn't make a call, and it's up to the runner to go back and make sure that he tagged the plate then. Right, and, you and in that case, we call him safe. Him safe. Yeah. He's got a right to go back to the dugout because the umpire called him safe. Yeah, I think that's the one thing, John. And we appreciate the call. Uh, that's the one thing that most people are saying that he called him safe. So you immediately think, okay, I hit the plate. I and it's safe to go to the bench. Yeah, I scored. Yeah, um, Moncada knows he missed the base, and because of
1: that, that's why that should not have been reversed. Because of that, yes, he did miss the
0: plate, but the ump failed. Do you think? Do you think Major League Baseball will, uh, you know, when you think know, when the broadcast comes on tonight here on ESPN One Thousand and uh, Len and DJ are talking. You think they'll be able to say, "Well, the White Sox got an apology today from Major League Baseball saying that the ruling was incorrect last mm. night." I wonder. I would if love to hear that. It happens quite often that they do get apologies. Let's go on out to Gurney and Keith. You are on ESPN One Thousand. What's up, Keith? Hi guys, it's hey, an Keith. interesting topic. Uh, I I coached for about fifteen years. And I think they got the call right. One, Mankata should have slid. If Mancata slides, you don't have an issue. Secondly, he, you know, I cannot appeal a missed bag until the next hitter gets in. My pitcher calls timeout, steps off the rubber, throws, and they step on the bag. Right. All right. You can't you can't appeal until. So that's why I think that that minute twenty seconds it probably starts after the hitter steps in the box because I can't sit there and appeal right after the play is done. I've got to wait until the, the play, the next play starts, and then, you know, call timeout, throw home, step on the bag, and then make that call. Yeah, you know what? It, it I think the, that's what a lot of people are missing. It happened in the Cub game, too, yesterday, where they thought that Varsho missed third base, and their pitcher, I think it was Tapera, he stepped off through to third. Right. The umpire said safe. Now at that point, maybe the maybe Ross could have said, "Listen, I want to review that," and he but he didn't. He let the play go. Um, See, that's the issue. That's what I agree with you. I thought that was the thing, and I know you can't appeal. You you made a perfect call, Keith. We appreciate the call. He, uh, it's what he said was exactly right. Mm-hmm. You can't appeal it until the next guy gets in the box and you do that. Right. So that's but, where but the whole thing changes. But too. there's
1: that word inconsistency again, right. where you think you have twenty seconds, but in that case, you don't. It's
0: not a timing issue. No, it's not a timing and issue.
1: And this is what's not clear to us until this stuff pops up.
0: Yeah. Let's let's see if we can connect with Jim. Jim, you there? Hey, Jim. No, Jim. <laughs> Jim? You're just going to have to listen to us and uh, talk into your phone and pretend we hear you. Uh, We appreciate it. We come back, we've got a rock poll. We can still take your calls on the Moncada situation. The uh, White Sox have lost three in a row. It'll be Lance Lynn going against Brandon Woodruff later on tonight. Remember, it is an ESPN game this evening. Not only ESPN TV, but also right here on ESPN 1000.
1: Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Now, back to more Fred and Xander on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Well, Fred, it's another hot day. Hot summer day in Chicago, what I dream about in January. I know we don't have the same dreams.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. Definitely. I've never dreamt about it being a place where it was warm. Ever. Wow. I don't like warm Boy, you weather. you would not like the islands. No. Blue, blue and stony. those are Jay those are, uh, Hood's favorite <laughs> well, well, yeah,
1: yeah. Those are likable. <laughs> um, uh, Lollapalooza's coming to town next weekend for the yeah. festival. Are they
0: going to wear masks, everybody?
1: Well, here's the deal, okay. right? Okay. There are concerns about a new scam for people attending Lollapalooza. It's not about the tickets. It's a fraud of a different kind in anticipation of people using fake documents to prove they've been vaccinated. Oh, my God. Strict requirements for entry this year include either proof of COVID-19 vaccination or a negative COVID test within 72 hours of the day you plan to attend. And uh, so there's going to be a lot of fakery going on, as you can imagine. So with that said, the uh, Rock poll this today on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Lollapalooza returning to Grand Park this weekend with COVID cases rising again. And knowing that there will be people trying to circumvent, would you rather see it live in person or watch a live stream on Hulu? Hulu will live stream Lollapalooza this year. The whole thing? Yeah. Huh. Apparently, or, or maybe just maybe just the important sections. I mean, there's a ton of, ton of bands. You yeah. know, the small print bands. Right. I appreciate it. If you're into music, you're seeing all of them. You can't possibly see all that. But Hulu will pick out the stuff that's the biggest draw. So what would you rather do, given all of that? Now, I know that they're trying to do the right thing with vaccination cards and everything. But any time that there's a situation like that, there are going to be people that are trying to circumvent the rules.
0: Yeah. They, they've actually, I know Lollapalooza in years past, not last year because it wasn't there, but two years ago and even beyond, before that, there was always a place that you could watch the live feed of different stages. And because uh, I was a- I was able to watch every once in a while just to tune in. It was to probably
1: see. yeah. It was uh, it was on uh, a URL. Yeah, yeah. And you they know, on Periscope
2: your a little bit too.
0: Yeah, yeah. maybe
1: probably Periscope. People yeah, and doing it was
2: that. it
0: was pretty cool. I mean, if you're a fan of some of the bands and you couldn't make it out there, if you're a fan of two bands, you're not going to spend the, the money that you need to spend
1: or all yeah all yeah. day in the crowds and stuff like that. But now that it's on Hulu, there's going to be a production value to it as opposed to just somebody periscoping it. So what's the option with all of that?
0: Yeah. Besides um there are a lot of people concerned this is going to be a super spreader. Besides Lollapalooza, have you had you been to other big Festival concerts like yes. that? I'm sure you have because you're being a rock and roll guy. I was at a World Series of Rock, one of the famous ones, at Old Comiskey Park where mm-hmm. the stands caught on fire. Aerosmith, Jeff <laughs> yeah. Beck, Journey, yeah. I think it was. And
1: and that was not the one that Joan Jack got booed off stage. No. There was a very famous
0: one where she just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was not it. But they And then I, I, I was also at um, Soldier Field for one. It was also a World Series of Rock, I think, at Soldier Field with Ted Nugent... And several others. Skinner was there? I think so. You know
1: what? I think my father-in-law was there.
0: Okay. Then there was another one a week later where Peter Frampton was at. So I was there, too. The funny thing was, it was like 100 degrees. And my brother and I are at Soldier And you had the Field. 70s hair helmet. Oh, yeah. Back then, I had no no choice. I, that was my head. Um, but it was like jean shorts, no shirt. We were sitting in the stands just sweating. They allowed. It was so hot, they allowed you to bring in gallon milk containers full of water Mm -hmm. because, you know, bottled water was not a thing back in the the audience. They, They probably were closer to the stage. Nugent was yelling at the fans, come on, you blankety blanks, throw those blanket jugs up. So people started throwing the jugs from the stands all the way onto the field and then they would throw them up onto the stage and the entire stage was covered with gallon milk jugs.
1: And then people were like, wait a minute, we didn't think that through. We no longer have our water.
0: Well yeah, well, the, well they probably f- emptied it and they still had one. It's like, oh, how what are we going to do? So then the following week people were throwing stuff on the stage to Peter Frampton. And Frampton's going, "Please stop throwing things. Don't throw things." Very polite
1: yes, British I, gentleman. Exactly. As opposed to the the loud mouth from Motley. Exactly, from from Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. And from it's the like Palatine.
0: Yeah, it's like oh my lord. And uh, but I I liked those kind of concerts then. I don't think I'm sixty four. I don't think I would have gone to one the last fifteen years, last twenty years. It changes
1: as you get older, right? Yeah. You don't want to deal with the crowds. I think everything. I saw some
0: I want to say Metallica. Was it Hawthorne? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, this has Mid-90s. to be thirty five years ago. Nah, no, no, no. Mid nineties. Okay. Almost thirty. Yeah. So yeah. that I think I was at that one. And um there was also some Irish band that was there, I think. Oh, I think um, Van Morrison was in town too.
1: Well, he did not. He was not on the Metallica bill. (sighs) Well, (laughs) no, no, no,
0: no. I got to figure out who it was because I remember uh, it was a sponsorship deal, and it was a guy, and they had it was a Guinness sponsorship, and so I know there was there were. I know I'm pretty sure it was Van Morrison or somebody like. Oh, and and. Point. It could have been Van Morrison, Elvis Castell. I can't even remember now. Now that makes more sense. Because I had a lot of Guinness. Van
1: Morrison and Metallica makes absolutely no
0: sense. Well, not not of them, not all of them did back then, though. You know, um, you know, Journey and Aerosmith, and I think it was Journey, Aerosmith, Jeff Beck, and some others. You see, that made sense to me. Oh, okay, well, it made sense to me. We parked at UIC and took a bus over to. Comiskey Park because of all the people they were going to have there. There was a uh,
1: thing called Sonic Boom that happened uh, at uh, the Janesville Airport for a few years. And it was part of the radio company that I was working for. A sister station was throwing it. So it was a big festival. And I saw Rise Against. They're a Chicago band. A punk band. And I started kind of getting my way to the front. And then all of a sudden I started getting kicked in the head. And this is like three years ago. I thought, you know what?
0: Three years ago. Yeah.
1: I'm a little too old for this. So I I started backing out because I got a little too close. And then, you know, people were crowd surfing. And when that happens, you tend to get kicked in the head and punched in the face. Yeah, you know, not purposely. And I thought, you know what? I'm, yeah, uh, I'm too old. So I get that. As you get older, you really don't want to be in the fray necessarily.
0: No, you try not to be. I'm trying to get the World Series of Rock uh, lineup here because it was a great concert. Um Boy, let me see. It was 76, I thought. 76
1: or 77, right?
0: Yeah. Um, That's not it. Uh, It must have gone under something else, because this one would have been nice. Uh, Rod Stewart, Uriah Heap, Aerosmith, Blue Oyster Cult, Mahogany Rush, Stones, Tower of Power, Jay Giles Band. Yeah, that
1: would have been a great show. Yeah. Tower of Power is a great band to see.
0: Yeah. I love horns, so you'd, you'd see a lot of horns. But, uh, yeah, the World Series of Rocks were great. Um, but and, and now what they've done with Lollapalooza, I can't even imagine with the number of stages they have there. Because they used to have, a lot of people I know would go to um, Chicago Fest. At Chicago Fest at Navy Pier yeah. would have bands. I saw three Chief stages. Trick, three
1: stages, right? But they were, like, along along the pier. Yeah, so you would just walk and hit a stage and then move on and hit another stage. I saw and-
0: Cheap Trick uh, at, played one of the stages. Mm-hmm. And you walked down. A good 50, 60 yards, whatever maybe Go to the more. old loop stage. And there's yeah. another stage where they got somebody else playing. And it was some great stuff. Here, July 10th of 76, Jeff Beck, Rick Derringer. There was more than this, though. Um, obviously, there was more than this. Because it was Aerosmith. Yeah. And this is just given their concerts from 70. But I'll find it. Because it was a great show. And obviously, 100,000 people. My buddy... Was there with me, and when he saw the fire, he thought the whole place was going to go get burned down. We were all going to die. So he ran out. He, people ran through the door in left field. They underneath the stands, sure. they knocked the door down to get out of the building. He was with me. It's like, okay, where, how am I going to find him with 100,000 people? I did, amazingly. Wow. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I like those kind of concerts back in the day. Well, again. Is
1: there a certain age it, you get it, to where you it, stop? I, I think so. I think so.
0: You stop going to those? Yeah,
1: or, or or you just attend them differently. As I said, you know, I started doing something I would have done 20 years ago, and I decided, you know what? This is too much of a commitment. Yeah, as I get closer to the stage, nah, I don't want to be part of this. So I stood back. So there may be a different way you would absorb this stuff.
0: I'm so happy that we're not mosh pits when I was uh, younger. Yeah. Because
2: that's just
1: you mosh. Are you a mosher? Tyler, have you uh, ever?
2: back in the day, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Tell no. me where. No, tell no, me. No. Tell no, no, never. You're a never, small never guy. Ever? You, you no. can't. Yeah. I, I would not have lasted in there. No. no,
0: because I mean, I was at I was at Ramstein back in you know this has to be eight years ago, maybe ten years ago, at the Allstate Arena, and these guys are like all bigger, all taller than me. Oh yeah, with big monster boots on. Are you and, kidding me?
1: That, yeah, that is to them that's like going to a bar looking for a fight. Yeah. I mean it's like I can't wait tonight to take out all my
0: frustration from the week. Yeah. Tonight at the Ramstein show. Yeah, do host. Um <laughs> We come back. We'll talk a little bit more about the Moncada play you want to. The White Sox losing three straight. But the Bears have also lost a wide receiver, which I don't think many people are worried about or concerned about. because We, we almost just,
1: forgot about
0: it. Yeah, well, a lot of people we had did. to pay
1: them to take him, didn't we?
0: Well, uh, we don't know what we got back. It might be a sixth or a does seventh it, round pick. Does not matter? Maybe a fifth or no. He's, After the trouble he caused, it yeah, doesn't really matter. He's not here, and I think that's a good thing because he never quite got to where he was supposed to be. We'll get to that when we come back. About two minutes right here on ESPN with Al. Awesome.